Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode number 20 of Dangles and Dingers. I'm Josh. And I'm Trev. And we're here to talk some hockey baseball. Uh, Trevor, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. Um, Well, it's, it's spring break. Well, I guess here in Ontario. So I, I yeah. think it's, is it all of Canada or? No, I think it's just Ontario. Well, yeah, it's spring break here in Ontario. And well, it sucks that now it's spring break in lockdown. But like, I guess it's been a pretty chill spring break. How? Uh, how what else, Trevor? What else were you gonna do anyways? You were gonna fish. That was it. You could do that in lockdown or not. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyways, um, my week's been good. You know, uh, we had a big NHL trade deadline this week. Uh, we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. More later in the show, but uh, you know, good week. Uh. I mean, nothing too exciting, you know. Bo Bichette walk off homer yes yesterday. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. Um. You know, we're gonna start off with something that is not hockey or baseball related at all. But um, I just saw this. It popped up on my phone, so we're gonna we're gonna read it. We're gonna find out what it is. It's so Trevor. You know how the Washington football team is called the Washington football team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have announced what their uh, uh, they've announced like the names that they're letting their seat they're letting their season ticket holders like give input on the name. They have like five five names. Yeah, so five names are the the Washington Rubies, okay, the Washington yep. Warriors. The Washington Pilots, the Washington Wild Hogs, or the oh. Washington Armada. And like, what, which one would I pick? Yeah, which one would you pick? Warriors. The other ones, I... <laughs> what? Like, the Warriors <laughs> is, like, the only one that makes sense, if I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what to say, but... <laughs> like, it's just... That's the only one that really makes sense to me. I mean, the other ones don't really sound that great, if I'm being honest. But yeah, yeah we start we start off with a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, non um, non hockey baseball stuff here. But uh, I guess we'll uh, get into it. Um, we'll start with the points leaders. Um, when it comes to points, you got. In first, Connor McDavid with 69 points. Um, in second, you got Leon Dreisaitl with 61 points. In third, you Patrick Kane with 54 points. And then tied for fourth, you have Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon, and Mitch Marner with 53 points. So, I mean, it, it's close after... Yeah, uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl are like far and away from everyone else, but then after that, it's pretty close. So, um, yeah, uh, standings you got uh, in the central, the Carolina Hurricanes lead the division. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are first in the North Division. Washington Capitals are first in the East Division, and in the West, 
Colorado Avalanche are still at the top. So, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, what you would expect uh, seems to be at the top. Uh, it's been pretty consistent. The teams that have been at the top of those divisions. Um, I guess Carolina. The Central's kind of bounced back and forth between Florida, Tampa, and Carolina. But um, yeah. That's uh that's the standings. And um Trevor, is there any team you want to talk about in specific or anything like that? Uh, we'll wait till the deadline, but I would like to talk about uh the Leafs and like in the and I guess our deadline talk. Okay, sounds good. Uh we'll get into some things that are non trade deadline related first. Um yeah. The Vancouver Canucks have um, extended Tanner Pearson, three-year deal, um, $9.75 million, um, throughout the entirety of the contract. Um, I mean, good good deal for Vancouver. Uh, Pearson's obviously been a big part of their team. Um, and, yeah, for me, Russ, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Like, I think it's good that Vancouver is keeping him, but um, – that's about it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, he, he has a big impact on their team. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's good that they uh, signed him back. And Yeah. Or, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that was a good pull by the Vancouver Canucks. That was that was good by them. Um, what's next? We got Cole Caulfield. Um, I mean, a top prospect – um, across the entire league, uh, obviously the Montreal Canadiens top number one prospect, uh, Cole Caulfield, um, won the Hobie Baker trophy as MVP of college hockey. Um, he had a phenomenal season with, uh, university of Wisconsin this year. Um, he, hold on, give me a second. Uh, in 31 games, he had 30 goals and 22 assists for 52 points. I mean, 31, 30 goals in 31 games. I mean, uh, not too bad if I say so myself. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's okay. Um, and now he's played two games in the AHL and he has three goals and an assist for four points. So, I mean, not bad. Uh, three goals uh, in two games, the AHL. I guess that's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cole Caulfield, he's he's incredible. Like, Trevor, I don't know if you know this, but like, in his draft year, he scored 72 goals. In, yeah, he scored 72 goals in his draft year. So. Holy, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hold on. Well, if you add up all his goals, like if you add up, uh, he played. He actually, I guess, if you add all, like he played for two different teams. Like, yeah, he played for the national team development program, but then they like they have like the main team, but then they have like the U eighteen team, like which is a level below it. So he had right. seventy. He had seventy two goals on the game on the team below it, but then also had twenty nine goals. In 28 games on, like, the main team. So, like, that's just insane. 
he's he's lighting up the league right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. And like when he comes to the NHL with Montreal, I mean, I I don't really see a reason why he uh won't continue to just be a goal scoring machine. Uh Trevor, what do you what are your thoughts on that? On uh, Cole That's- Caulfield, I guess winning the Hobie Baker and where you see him going in the future. I think he can be uh most goals Rocky Richard, right? Yep. I think he can. I think he, in well in future. I think he can win that trophy. Um, if he For keeps sure. how he's playing, and like seventy, what was it, seventy-two goals? Uh, yeah, seventy-two goals in like and sixty-four games. That's that's insane. Like, yeah. it's it's hard for. Well, I mean, it. I mean, a little bit bigger competition, but like, it's hard for an NHLer to do that. Yeah, I was gonna like, say like it's a little le- it's lesser competition, but yeah. still, it's that it, it puts more. Uh, I guess I don't know the scouting on you uh, yeah. makes you I guess more out there, but um, I think Montreal kind of scored on him yet. Yeah, for sure, and it's kind of crazy how like he puts up those type of numbers and he still falls to Montreal at fifteenth overall. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. A nice deal for. Uh, Montreal there in the draft, at least as it as it looks. Um, but anyways, we'll move on. Um, we talked about it in a couple episodes ago how the uh, the uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, how the Frozen Four was going on the uh, NCAA uh, men's hockey um, playoffs. Uh, University of Massachusetts, UMass comes out as your champions. Um, winning their first title um, in school history. Uh, they, I mean, I watched the championship game. It was on TSN. Uh, I guess I watched their game before that, too. Uh, their semifinal game, they had an overtime winner to send them to the final. And a final, like, there is no way they were getting beat. They won 5 nothing in the final. Wow. They got Brazil. So, I don't know if that's yeah. what that means, but, like, one of the in, in one of the Brazil uh, – uh well Brazil was in the one uh what was it what tournament was it like World Cup yeah World Cup yeah and they lost uh, seven they... to one and wasn't that on like home soil it was too yeah yeah and then I think Germany won that year didn't they they did yeah like 2014 yes mm-hmm. knew it I actually think I watched that game it it was like this is gonna sound so stupid but it was in like. In a, uh, like a, like a tractor store in Michigan, <laughs> and I cannot, good. I cannot tell you why I was there. I have absolutely no idea whatsoever why I was there, but I was in a tractor store in Michigan. I was watching that game, and like, I don't even know. They had like some sitting area. <laughs> you're just, you're just watching it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it was. That's, that was like, weird. Um, that's like me in restaurants. Whenever like there's sports on a TV, I always want that yeah. seat that's facing right out. Oh the yeah, TV. exactly. Right. That's you always yeah. got to get the the right spot. You know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So congratulations, to UMass, their first ever title. I mean, yeah, like as I said, they never looked like they were gonna. Like in that final game, they were they were just dominant. Um. Anyways, from one championship to another, 
Um, some more sad news: the CHL has canceled the sec. Um, it's canceled the Memorial Cup tournament for the second straight year. No. Um, yeah. Oh. Um, it's obviously like I think that kind of saw it coming. Like it was it wasn't going to happen if like the OHL hasn't even played yet. Um, and like the tournament was supposed to be hosted in Ontario. Uh, this year, uh, in either St. Mary or Oshawa. Uh, yeah, and it was, it sucks. I mean, like, that's a very prestigious trophy here in Canada. Like, it's been going on for over a hundred years. It's been, uh, being given out. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, you really can't, uh, can't really have a Memorial Cup with only the two league, two out of three leagues, but um, it sucks to see. And like time's ticking, time's pretty much almost gone here in Ontario to get a season started. I don't really see how you could, like, even if you started a season, like, even if they said tonight that you would have to, that the uh, season was going to start the earliest, I think they could start it would be like. May 7th or something wow. like that. Like, that's, like, the first week of May would be the earliest they could start a season if they decided, like, right this moment that they were going to have a season. So, it it sucks. Like, Trevor, what's your – what are your thoughts on this? I like watching the Memorial Cup because that's, like, the only time I can watch, like, minor – I guess, like, that level of hockey on – Yeah, junior season. hockey. Yeah. yeah. And, like – this tournament is it's just so cool, and it, it it gets those teams out there. And like when when you win a Memorial Cup, that's it, yeah. that's like the Stanley Cup for all of like every league in Canada. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, and not having it for two years straight. That's yeah, not, that's not very good. No, and, yeah, it's disappointing, and hopefully we can see a tournament in twenty twenty two. But yeah. It sucks to see, like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if – I I'm not sure if uh, – I think the QMJHL is having playoffs. I'm not sure if the WHL is or not. But, uh, yeah, it's it sucks just to see, like, guys losing out on opportunities like that. Exactly. Um, You're right. Yeah. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have signed um, – their first-round pick from 2020, uh, the draft 15th overall, Radian Amarov of Russia. Um, so, Trevor, I'm going to tell you stat line. You're not going to be impressed, but I'll explain it to you in a second. Uh, he played in the KHL this year, which is the Russian league, um, for S- <laughs> Salavat Yuleva Yul- Ufa. Anyways, obviously, that's the team he uh, played for. He's very good at um, hockey. Josh Bilingual. Yes, I speak Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, he had nine goals and four assists for 13 points in 39 games. Now, that sounds low for being, like, a 15th overall pick. But um, when it comes to KHL stats, like, for players who are playing in the KHL, like young prospects, um, they typically don't produce at a high level, like, um, 
guys who are, uh, yeah, guys who play in the um, KHL when they're like 18, their numbers are usually around that. They're not actually that high. So there isn't really much to uh, worry about there. So, Trevor, what are your thoughts on um, that signing? Uh, this could be a, a good pull for Toronto. Yeah. Um, now we'll have to see, judging. Like, well, we'll get into the trade deadline later, but mm-hmm. with that trade deadline, and they, they signed a couple of players that could be key, mm-hmm. I think he could be one of them, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so just, sure, just for an example here, like, um, Nikita Kucherov and his when he was the year after he got drafted, so his draft plus one year, he played in the K. He played eighteen games in the KHL and had five points, and he won the uh, Hart Trophy in the NHL. So <laughs> nothing to be worried about there. Exactly. But, yeah, but uh, Trevor, unless you have anything else in the. This, like anything non trade trade deadline related. Uh, 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 uh. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless I, you I have know. anything not trade deadline related, then we'll get into it. I got nothing. All right. Also, I uh, just want to mention Connor Sheary signed a two year extension, three million dollars. I don't think anyone's that concerned about it, but I just wanted to make sure. Just want to make sure everyone knows. Um, you know. Anyways, yep. we're going to get into the trade deadline. Um, sure, do you actually, maybe, I guess if we went in like uh, chronological order, I guess I would make that would be easier to do it that way. I don't know what do you mean. Like, you mean, I mean, like go in order of when the trades happened. Oh, That's like, what I mean. uh... Like from I guess like first trade to last trade. Yeah. All right, sure, we'll do that. Uh oh. Also, uh, I guess we should probably talk about Henry Longfist first, though. Okay. Uh, Henrik Longfist uh, announced that there's been some setback in his rehab, and uh, he will. It's very. Uh, pretty much, he will not return this season with the Capitals. Um, it really sucks to see like a setback like that from um, for uh, Wongfist, who like you know he really he really wants that cup and like he doesn't really have a lot of time left in the NHL. So um, it sucks to see him uh, get uh, sucks to see him not be able to return this year. Uh, but I think that, uh, he will, I think he'll return in 2022 and hopefully he can have a big year. Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I, I heard a little bit of that, but you kind of cut off. Oh, okay. Do you, Um, do you, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Let's move on. Anyways. Um, (laughs) so uh, if we're being honest, we're not really going to go over too many minor trades. Uh, probably just going to go over the major ones just to um, kind of just move through it a little quicker. But um, 
The Buffalo Sabres trade Brandon Montour to the Florida Panthers um, in exchange for a third-round pick. Uh, not that notable, but just wanted to mention it. Brandon Montour will obviously come in and help help Florida um, on the back end after Ekblad's injury. But um, Trevor, do you have anything there you want to talk about? Probably not. I, I got nothing. Do you want to just like try to like zim through these? Maybe like, maybe give some. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, De- right. Devin Dubnik got traded from the San Jose Sharks to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for Greg Pattern and a fifth. Uh, I think this really helps Colorado with their goaltending. I like the you obviously Colorado in the playoffs last year. They ran into a spot where they had their third string goaltender starting game seven uh, of the second round. So they obviously have, know that they need goaltending depth. So uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts on that trade? Yeah, like I th- that that's a really good trade for Colorado. Um, mm. Devin Dubnik, he's a great goaltender. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I they did need a pretty good goalie, and they definitely scored here in, in, this, uh, in this trade deadline. And then, uh, well, Sharks getting a fifth-round pick. Mm. I mean, and then, well, I guess Greg – I'm going to – Greg Pattern. Yeah. yeah. I, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like a bottom pair defenseman. He's not like – yeah. Anyways, uh, the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning, made a deal. They acquired David Savard from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, we saw this a lot in the through all the trades where like it's a three way trade and like the player like goes through some random team to get to the team that he's actually going to go play for, so that they can retain salary as well. It's so, like I think Tampa's only only paying um, Savard like they're paying him like no money. At all, really? <laughs> wow. Because, really? like, Detroit, like, Columbus retained a lot of his money, and then Detroit retained some, too. So, they're paying him, like, very little amount of money. I mean, like, yeah. that little amount of money would be, like, a very, very good salary for the average person. But, yeah. Um, anyways, they gave up a first-round pick, in 2021 and a third round pick in 2022 to Columbus and then gave Detroit a 2021 fourth for um, retaining the salary. So uh, you get something in exchange for teams that are kind of teams that aren't as good, but they have cap space. They get something in exchange. They get a draft pick for uh, retaining some salary. So, um, I mean, it it makes the things work. I, I think it's a good move for, Tampa adding David Savard's a top four defenseman. He's really he's a really solid guy. Like when he he played, I've seen him two years in a row now. He's played. Uh, he was on Columbus, obviously, so he played against Tampa in the playoffs two years in a row, and um, he's just been really good. He like kills penalties, blocks shots, you know, um, and he can he can provide some offense too. So um, that's good. Um, Trevor, do you have any thoughts on that trade? Like, uh, they, they acquired David Savard. Man, he, he's just good. Yeah. Uh, 
He's just good. He's just good. He's just good, man. He's just good. He's just good. He's just good. Nothing to say. Yeah, he's just good. Um. Anyways, uh, the Florida Panthers they signed Nikita Gusev. Uh, the Devils released him, and then the Panthers signed him the very next day. So, uh, yeah. I think Nikita Gusev, he's very talented. He won he won the MVP in the KHL when uh like a few years ago. So he's a very talented player and I think he could be a good addition for Florida. Um also, I don't know why I thought of this right now, but go follow me on Twitter. Uh Josh Rick ninety one, you know? Go follow me because that was like uh, because I'm giving my opinions on some sports stuff there. So yeah, just follow me because, just because. Just go do that because I told you. Yeah, exactly. And follow all of the Dangles and Dangerous accounts. We'll talk about them at the end. but Especially the TikTok one. What? Especially TikTok, yes. And Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook. Don't forget about Facebook, sorry. My bad. Anyways. Facebook, too. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens claimed Victor Mete off waivers. And the Dallas Stars claimed Sammy Votnin off waivers. Um, Victor Mete uh, going to Ottawa. I mean, Mete, he requested trade out of Montreal. And he, uh, I mean, he's got decent potential. I mean, he could be a good piece for Ottawa um, on their back end. I mean, uh, and like, it, honestly, like, he's like 22, I'm pretty sure. So if you're Ottawa, I don't see why you don't just pick up a 22-year-old defenseman who's he show, shows that he's had decent potential, so um, I don't really see why you don't do that. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, he, he definitely does have good potential, and um, he, like, I froze for some reason in my moment. Oh, mind. okay, that's okay. Do you want to just move on? Bye. Do you want to just move on, man? Uh, 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 sure. Unless you want to talk more, I don't care. You decide. I, I, I I'm, I'm. Good. Oh, he's good. Okay. Uh, oh my. Okay. The Washington. Wait, did you? Were you gonna start talking again? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm confused, Trevor. You're throwing me off here. I am not. Yeah. Um. Oh, Trevor. I just got a notification. Trevor, you're going to be really hurt by this. Golden State Warriors rookie James Wiseman is out for the year. Oh, dude, I am so hurt, man. I know. I Oh, I'm totally sidetracking right now. Um, and should we talk about this? I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about it later. But, it, yeah, I'll talk about it later before we go into baseball. But, uh, anyways, I, I have a... I have a Thing I have to tell. Anyways, the Capitals, okay. they acquired uh, no. The Devils, they acquired acquired Jonas Siegenthaler from the Capitals in exchange for a third round pick. Um, nothing too exciting there. Uh, Trevor probably has absolutely nothing to say. So we'll, we'll just move on. So yeah, let's keep going. All right. The Montreal Canadiens acquired John Merrill from the Detroit Red Wings. In exchange for a fifth-round pick and Hayden Verbeek. Uh, Merrill, I think that's a good pickup for the Canadians. 
They obviously need to bring in a defenseman, I think. And Merrill's a solid defenseman. Um, and I think he'll be a good addition for Montreal. Um, yeah, Trevor, what yeah, are your thoughts? Yeah, he already has five assists. A five assists. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's injured, but... <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's, already, he's already had a pretty good start. For a defenseman, he's had a pretty good start this season. Um, mm. And I, I think uh, Montreal can do good with him. Okay. Um, now that's just a, that's a big trade for Trevor. This is the one that Trevor's this is, been. This is the one that stands out in my mind when I think trade deadline. I think this one. I hope we're talking about the same one. Which I really do. <laughs> Which one? Uh, does it involve the Leafs? No. Oh, okay. That's not the one I was okay. talking about then. Okay, good. May, then this is this is Trevor's this is Trevor's second favorite one. John Merles is a good player. Oh, oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Oh, I was moving on. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, this one is the biggest one for Trevor. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs acquired Nick Foligno from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, in exchange for a first round pick and a fourth round pick. Um, they also trade a f- fourth rounder to San Jose um, for that weird salary retaining thing that I told you about earlier. And Toronto also acquired Stefan Dosen in this deal as well. So um, obviously the big piece is Felino for Columbus. Um, I mean, for Toronto. I mean, Nick Felino, he's the captain in Columbus. Um, and like you would have known this already if you follow me on Twitter, but anyways, uh, he's the ultimate like team first guy, you know. Like he's he's um, he's a leader. He he'll do anything he'll he'll do anything for his team, and um, he really provides the grit that Toronto needs. And I think yeah, like I think that's just the type of player that Toronto needs in their locker room and on their team. Um, Trevor, what are your thoughts? He has done crazy good. He he has seven goals for the season, and then uh, nine assists. Like, and then yeah, being being the captain, I great great pickup by Toronto. Do, do, mm-hmm. wait, I I will say one thing before we keep going with like Toronto. Um, they did get a, rid of a lot of of picks. Picks, yeah. Which is not they did the best. No, not really, but um. That's okay. That's okay. They'll just suck at some point. Oh, just suck. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Just... I'm good with that. They'll just suck. They'll just suck at some point, you know? Yeah. Anyways, the Boston Bruins acquire Mike Riley from the Boston from the Ottawa Senators. Um, Boston, they obviously need to add some defensive depth, um, and I guess Mike. They think Mike Riley's the answer, so. Mike Riley going to Boston for a third round pick. Trevor, I don't think you have anything to say there. Probably not. Nope. All right. No. This um, one, bro. <laughs> what? This, this next trade made me go crazy. I when I heard about it. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs acquired David Riddick yep. from the Calgary Flames. Um. I mean, in exchange for a third-round pick, uh, 
<laughs> Frederick Anderson. Poor Frederick Anderson. Man, I tell you. You guys just disrespect that man. He has done nothing wrong. That bad. <laughs> except play a little bit bad sometimes. People go through, you know? Just like um people. Yep. Okay. Yep. It anyways. Yeah. David Riddick to the to the Leafs. Uh he lost against Calgary like last was it last night or the night before? I don't remember. I don't think it was last night. It wasn't last night, it was the night before. Yeah. Um yeah, he lost to the Leafs after flying to Toronto on the Flames plane with his old teammates. So oh. uh, yeah, they lost in overtime, Johnny Gujo with a beautiful uh goal. Anyways, um yeah, the the Leafs they're they're uh they're I don't know, like I I don't know what to say. The Leafs I don't know if Frederick Anderson's injury is just really serious or they don't have a lot of confidence in him. But it would be very interesting to see the Leafs go into the playoffs with a tandem of Campbell and Riddick. Yeah. And I and I don't know like and the Leafs are a good team. And no offense to Campbell or Riddick, like they've played well. Like Campbell's, what is he, eleven and one or twelve and one or something? But um, I don't think that I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that Toronto will go that far if they have Campbell as their starter and Riddick as their I don't know backup. I guess. Um, but yeah. Uh, the Leafs, they're still looking good, though, regardless. Um, but, but, Trevor, what are your – do you have anything else to say on that trade? No, I uh, – I just – like, speaking of, like, Fritz Garrison again, just give the dude some time, and he'll do good again. <laughs> exactly. You just got to – you got to give Freddie – just be nice to Freddie. Actually, you know what? You should let him leave in the summer because you guys don't respect him. Anyways. Uh, no. <laughs> I would like Anyways. To... You would like him to stay? I would like him to stay. I don't want him to stay because you guys don't respect him. You don't respect him? You don't respect him. I respect him. If he if he is bro. I'm not a, I'm not a coffee leaf fan. Well, uh whatever. I'm gripping you in. Okay. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins acquired Jeff Carter from the Los Angeles Kings. Um, Jeff Carter, uh, he he, two-time Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist. Uh, kind of falling off as of late. Um, because he's getting older, but you know he's uh, he can be a good piece for Pittsburgh. Um. Pittsburgh's surprise. Well, I say surprise me by being good, but like they're good every year, anyways. But they're one of the top teams in the league, and um, I think it's a good a good trade to um, bring them. Uh, bring them. I don't know. I guess just help them on offense, and they can maybe get one last shot at a cup. I guess. 
Uh, yeah. Trevor, do you have anything to say on that trade? Uh, yeah, like, he's a good player. He is getting older, but everyone gets him. Mm-hmm. Hate to break it to you. Um, yep. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, <laughs> just, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, they, they acquired him, and uh, I think he can perform with them. Bingo. That's, yep. That's, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Trevor, <laughs> this is kind of uh, – this typically something we wouldn't include in the podcast, but I'm just going to talk about it anyway. Uh, just real quick. Um, I think we should record in a different way next time. Like on – like what? Like on Zoom. Perfect, because my dad got, a, like, a brand-new mic, dude. That's insane, so. Yeah, like my mom got one, too. Anyways, yeah, so that that'll just improve the audio quality for everyone. We've been recording not on Zoom just because it, it was just easier that way, I guess. Just with the way we, like, put the podcast out. But, like, yeah. it'll make the podcast a lot better with, like, not a – like, really, it's not a lot of more extra effort yet to put in, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, it, yeah. It'll make the quality of the podcast a lot better. So, um you know, the first 20 episodes, they're, uh, they're going to be behind us. And episode 21, we're sh- fresh start, you know, new quality, good quality, you know, and we'll uh, get it going. But bear with us uh, today and then we'll, we will, uh, we'll, we'll improve for the next, next episode. By Anyways. We are oh, not pros. <laughs> well, we are, but. Well, we are, but like, I don't Not, know. Yeah, Trevor, like, what are you talking about? Obviously, you're pros. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. The. What do we got here? What's next? Oh. Well. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? Taylor oh. Hall. Taylor oh. Hall. Oh, man. Oh, man. Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar are traded to the Boston Bruins in exchange for a second-round pick and Anders Bjork. And I'll talk about this later when we get to other trades. But Taylor Hall's value was so low. Really? Like, I I understand that, like, he's kind of had a bad, not, like, the greatest year this year. But, like, Second and Honors Bjork for Hall and Lazar is kind of a like a I don't know, it's pretty low value for Taylor Hall. Like they thought they'd at least get it get a first for him, like when they signed him at the beginning of the year. But yeah. Um I mean it's a big deal for the Bruins. Uh they I think they know that this is their last chance they have with this core they have. And uh, they want to make it count, so uh, Boston's going out there, and they're making big splashes at the trade deadline. And Buffalo, they kind of had to make the deal, right? They don't want to lose Taylor Hall for nothing because his contract's up at the end of the year. So, um, I I guess we'll see how it all plays out. Trevor, what are your thoughts? I uh, I I watched this one video, and this guy said the Leafs are gonna um like the Leafs are gonna sign Taylor Hall. And oh well, obviously they didn't. But like, still, I that was an off-topic thing. Anyways, 
<laughs> like, well, they didn't, Trevor. They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> but still, like, I'm surprised they offered him so low. Like, he's an all-star player. and yeah. Or at least he can be. Yeah. And I, I don't know what they thought. Yeah. Like, he is an MVP under his belt, but, I mean... Um, if he if if he's he, not living up to that name, I guess. Yeah, if he's not performing, then I don't know. Like they can't get a lot of value for him. Yeah. Um, I have some bad news, Trevor. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Blue Jays have placed Jordan Romano on ten day IL. Oh. With right. Ulnar neuterus. We are uh, physiotherapists, guys, as you can tell. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that Wait, is Trevor, do you actually even know what that is? <laughs> what? Do you actually know what that is? No. Oh, neither do I. Okay, good. <laughs> that's a joke. That was just a joke. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. But I feel like that's like something random that you would actually know what it is. You would think with my brain you think that (laughs) yeah yeah for sure okay well Uh, (laughs) the vegas golden knights acquired matias yanmark for the chicago blackhawks um yanmark in a fifth went to the golden knights in exchange for a second and a third there was also some buffalo uh no not buffalo dumb san jose was also involved in this deal with the weird salary retaining thing that we talked about earlier. Um, and Buffalo got a fifth round pick for it. So, um, I mean, I think that's a really good deal for the Blackhawks, if I'm being honest. Um, because, um, I mean, they get a second and a third for Matisse Yanmark. Like, no offense to Matisse Yanmark, but I did not think he was worth a second and a third. It's pretty good value for him. Um, so I think they, uh, win this deal, but Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I still don't get that whole salary thing. Anyways. Um. Yeah, so, can, do you want me to explain to you real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, okay, so say Matisse and Mark, he's on the Blackhawks, right? Yep. So it's a three-team trade. So basically, the Blackhawks, what did they do? The Blackhawks reti- retained... 50% of Yanmark's salary. So half of Yanmark's salary will be paid by the Blackhawks under the cap. And then basically they trade him to San Jose. So San Jose can pay 25% of the salary. So then San Jose trades him to Vegas with, and so then Vegas only has to pay him 25% of his salary so, what so that they fit under the cap. Is a is a three way trade kind of yeah it counts as a three way trade yes all right yeah cool <laughs> anyways yeah so yeah uh, also I forgot that this happened like this week too Chicago Blackhawks also got, uh, acquired Brett Conley Riley Stillman and Henrik Borgstrom in a deal um, and they traded Lucas Carlson and Lucas Walmark to the Panthers. Um, that trade, I think, was really good for the Blackhawks also. Uh, Brett Conley's solid, even though he's got some not the greatest contract. Still a solid player. 
And Henrik Borgstrom is a prospect who, even though he's gotten a little bit older, like I think he was a first-round pick like five years ago, he's still still got potential um, to still be a good player in the league. So I think it's a good trade for Chicago. Trevor, I don't think you really have any thoughts on that. I, or... No. Uh, good trade for them. Uh, did they just sneak that in? What? Did they sneak that in? No, that was like one of the first trades. I just forgot to talk about it. Oh, okay. There is one that got snuck in, though, a big one that we'll talk about when we get to it. Um, also, there's some extensions that day, too. Uh, the Kings signed, extended Alex Iafalo, a four-year deal, $16 million altogether. Um, and then the Philadelphia Flyers signed uh, Scott Lawton, Five-year deal, fifteen million dollars altogether. So, two good extensions there. Um, I guess, yeah. Like they are. I think they said that um, if if they couldn't get extensions done, they were going to trade them. But they obviously both got extensions done, so it all worked oh, out. Fifteen mil- million for how long? Like fifteen million altogether for five years. Oh, okay. So he's okay. only he's getting paid three million a year. That's still not bad. No, no, this is for sure. Like Trevor gets paid forty million a week, but but exactly, but like Trevor's you know. Trevor's not a pro athlete. He's like five levels above that. Anyways, yeah, I do sports for a living. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now this is the trade where I was talking about Taylor Hall's value. So the Calgary Flames traded Sam Bennett who Sam Bennett, he was a fourth overall pick. He was a fourth overall pick in 2014. Uh, he hasn't panned out the way they would have liked him to. Um, he's kind of only like a third-line center right now, third-line, fourth-line center, where he was supposed to be like an elite first-line center, but whatever. Didn't pan out, but he's still, you know, he's still a, a good player in the role that he is now. And they also trade a sixth to the Florida Panthers in exchange for a second-round pick and prospect Emil Heinemann, who was a second-round pick in 2020. So they basically got two seconds for Sam Bennett and a sixth when Buffalo got Anders Bjork and a, Anders Bjork and a second for Hall and Lazar. So Wow. I, yeah, I like it, yeah. It's I find it slightly odd. Sam Bennett's value is higher than Taylor Hall, but I, yeah, I don't know he didn't even work out to what they expected too, which is which makes no sense why they made Taylor Hall like that cheap. Yeah, it's odd how that happens, but um, Florida obviously wanted Sam Bennett, I guess, and uh, they got him, and I think. I think he'd be a good piece to their team. Um, and, yeah, uh, nothing too much to say there. But, uh, Trevor, do you have any thoughts on that? I got, I got nothing. I just think that's still that stupid thought to Taylor Hall. <laughs> yep, all right. Let's, let's right. go before I go off. That's okay. okay. No, it's fine. He went to, like, my – he went to pretty much, like, my – I got two teams who, like, are my least favorite teams in the league, and Boston's one of them. And I also don't really. They're one of mine too. I'm not the biggest Taylor Hall fan. 
I mean, if Taylor Hall wants to come on the podcast, we'll be the biggest Taylor Hall fans. But, you know, if as it stands right now, not the biggest Taylor Hall fan. Anyways, um, Montreal. Uh, they acquired Eric Gustafson from the Flyers in exchange for a seventh-round pick. Uh, this trade kind of surprised me. I mean, Eric Gustafson, he signed with Philadelphia in free agency into uh, like this past free agency. And, I mean, um, with Chicago the last two years before that, he had been a pretty good defenseman. I mean, he was putting up good offensive numbers. He's a good top four defenseman. And um, he's fallen off a bit this year, but I thought he'd be able to Philadelphia would be able to get more than a seventh round pick for him, but I guess not. Um, so the uh, Canadians, I think, really get a really good deal there for Eric Gustafson, and yeah. I think he can help them uh, hopefully win a series. I think is what their their goal is at this point. Like, obviously, every team wants to win a cup, but realistic expectations. I think Montreal would like to win a series. Um, Although they might end up playing the Leafs, so that might not happen. But <laughs> now this will be like the first time we have a chance at actually winning a series. Yeah. So, Trevor, what are your thoughts on the Gustafson trade? Um, all I know, uh, well, I, I yeah, I think Montreal kind of won that trade. Yeah, sure. That's that's hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Seventh round. That's that's not the best, but. I mean, Flyers might need picks, so. Yeah. I think, yeah, def- Montreal definitely won this trade. And Eric Gustafson is a great player. Uh, yeah, and I think I think it's funny to look at these trades where, like, you see all these picks flying around. And I guarantee you, like, at least one of the picks that were traded on trade deadline day, one of the players will turn out to be, like, at least, like, have one all-star appearance in their career. So, like, there will be, like, an all-star out of one of these picks that were draft that are traded around. Um, so it, it can be risky to trade some picks, you know, uh, when it can be, you yeah. don't really think of it, but, um, you know, uh, you just, sometimes if you think you're ready to win, then I guess you got to trade some picks. Anyways, uh, the Ottawa senators, they trade Eric Gustafs, Eric Goodbranson to the national predators in exchange for, um, a 2023 seventh round pick and Brandon Fortunato. So uh, the center's got a prospect and a pick. They're rebuilding, obviously. So that's kind of what they would want. They'd want. Um, and yeah, uh, Trevor, you probably don't have any thoughts on that, really. I, I, I got, I got. Nothing. Okay, uh, I got uh, rifle some off real quick here. Flyers, they trade Michael Raffle the Capitals um, in exchange for a 2021 fifth-round pick. Jordy Ben goes to the Jets uh, in exchange for a sixth-round pick. Um, and then Hayden Fleury uh, from the Carolina Hurricanes goes to the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for Yanni Hockenpah and a sixth-round pick. Um Hayden Fleury was a seventh round pick in twenty fourteen. <laughs> I could be very wrong with that. Don't quote me on that. Sorry. But I do know that 
Hayden Fleury was drafted seventh overall, so he's supposed to have some potential. He hasn't lived up to it that much, really. But I mean, he could. It's a good pickup for Anaheim. I mean, they're um, yeah seventh round, seventh overall in twenty fourteen. I mean, they're rebuilding, so why not take a chance on him, right? Maybe he pans out and he can be a good defenseman for them in the future. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, he he can be in. Hold on one second. I just need to... Sorry, my my computer just went down. I'm just trying to pull my things back. Oh, yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, Yeah, but Fleury, he's... uh... I think he's a good addition for Anaheim. Like as I said, like I don't see why why you don't just take a chance on a twenty uh twenty five year old guy like that. But anyways, Trevor, you good to go now? Yeah, and he's had a an an all right season this year, and I I think um maybe like with with his new team, I think he can have some pretty good potential. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, do good, man. Yeah. You'll come on the podcast. Yes, exactly. Yes, you should come on the podcast. Um, You've had two guests, I think. Two guests. One of them was my brother. And one of them was was your brother. (laughs) And the other one is, uh, you know, Colin Ward. You should go uh, listen to his podcast, Owen 60 Podcast, with Reese Dumaney, and then the MLB Full Count Podcast with Reese Dumaney and Brandon Caputo. So go listen to those. Uh, they're great listens. So um, you should listen. Anyways, um, the uh, Trevor, did you see? Then there's a the last couple of trades Lease made. They trade Alexander Barabanov to the Sharks in exchange for Anti Sumela. Um, Barabanov was supposed to be a bigger piece for them than they thought he would be. He played for Russia at the Olympics in 2018. I guess there was no NHL players there, but still got the gold medal with Russia. Um, didn't be, it wasn't as good as they thought he would be. So they shipped him out, but um, that's right. And then the Leafs also, they want to... <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Exactly. Right? Uh, and then, the Maple Leafs also acquired defenseman Ben Hutton from the Anaheim Ducks in uh, exchange for a fifth-round pick. So, Ben Hutton adding depth to the defense. Um, Trevor, did you see the video of him, uh, like, singing when he was on Vancouver? He's, like, doing lip-sync something. Oh, I do not. I did not know. Oh, you, you got to see it. You got to see the video. It's... <laughs> It's it's sick. Like I don't want to say. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Um. Anyways. On what? On what? On what? Instagram. 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 Okay. Do I have it on Instagram? Maybe I don't have it on Instagram. Anyways, um, I'll 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 send it to you some way, some way. Um, but anyways, good trades for Toronto, and then we have. The uh, trade that came in at the buzzer, buzzer beater from Steve Eiserman. The Detroit Red Wings trade Anthony Mantha to the Washington Capitals in exchange for Jakob Verona, Richard Panic, a first round pick in 2021, and a second round pick in 2022. So a huge trade 
Um, based off the skill of the players and just the amount of things going each way. I mean, Anthony Mantha, um, a player who's um, he, he's been very I don't know if inconsistent is the right word, but he's been like there's been times where he's you don't you forget he's on the ice, and then there's been times where he's absolutely dominant. Um, he's from a potential standpoint, uh, a good potential from him. He's I'm pretty sure he was like a top 15 pick when he was drafted. Um, and uh, I mean Anthony Mantha, he's still a pretty good player. He's one of Detroit's better players. Um. Obviously, you see by the return that he they got for him that he was probably pretty decent. Um, but Anthony Mantha uh, going to Washington, um, maybe a bit of an overpayment for Washington, a little bit, but um, they wanted to <laughs> they wanted to add a piece for them to uh, make another run, I guess. Um, but then on the Detroit side, Jakob Verona getting added is good for them. Um, and then like the first and the second, uh, great pickups for them too. Um, yeah. Anthony Mantha was always oh, picked 20th overall, but still he's still, um, for sure. Oh. Good potential. Anyways, Trevor, um, what are your thoughts on this trade? Probably the trade that saved the deadline from being absolutely yeah, it, boring. It, it, for it definitely honest, but... was. You pretty much talked about everything, but, uh, no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Um, th- th- this was a very uh, crazy, like, this was a very big trade. Like, especially for the Capitals giving out, I guess, just so much. With, like, with, well, two picks and then. Two, yeah. Which I think, uh, well, since we're the Detroit, they could be pretty, uh, pretty big impact. Um, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony Mantha, he's a great player. I think he can definitely – well, I think he can perform well in the Capitals. Mm-hmm, for sure. I would agree. And, um, yeah, I, I think it, it – like I was watching the the uh, the trade deadline that day, the coverage from PSN, and I, I thought that trade yeah. kind of saved the, saved the day at the end there. Uh, made it, made it kind of uh, not less boring, but more more worth it. Uh, Trevor, I sent you that video, by the way. So, uh, you you should you should check it out. Maybe oh, okay. Nah. You check it out when you get the chance. Um, because I don't know, it might cut your audio. Okay, if you I'll listen to it after the it. show. Yeah, after, and then I guess we'll get your reaction after that. Anyways. Um. Uh, oh, the one thing I was going to talk about before we got into uh, baseball. Uh, and I'm actually not even going to talk about it anymore because it's not actually okay. exciting. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the MLB uh, baseball is back. And if I'm being honest, for the second week in a row, I'm going to say it again. I have never been this, like, um, this is the most I've ever been like most attention I've been I paid to it like I think ever in my life where I've actually been like 
keeping up with it every day and like I've been consistently um checking the scores and everything like that so um you know I'm just really keeping up with it uh this year um give you update on the standings um in the American League the division leaders you got the Boston Red Sox they lead the American League East um at 9 and 4 the Kansas City Royals lead the American League Central um, at six and four. The uh, Seattle Mariners lead the American League West at eight and five. So, a surprising team to be at the top of the uh, AL West. And I think, I guess, all these divisions, uh, teams that were not expected to be at the top, um, are at the top right now. Um, and then. In the NL, you got in the East the New York Mets leading that division at five and three. Uh, the Reds lead the NL Central at seven and five, uh, tied. No, not tied with the Brewers. Sorry, they're not tied with the Brewers. And then the Dodgers leading the NL West at ten and two. So, um, Terry, got any thoughts on those? I, uh, I got to touch on division leaders or anything like that. If you're in Canada, your favorite mm-hmm. team, Toronto. We are killing it. We're over the Yankees for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would agree. Only by one, but let's let's go. That's what we like to see. That's all right. We've won both series against them so far. Yeah, Bobuchet walk off. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, yeah. So. Uh, any players or teams you want to talk about uh, in specific, got... Trevor? Or... Trevor's dropping that plates everywhere. And cups my and... internet and everything, my power just went like... <laughs> like everything just showed off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and now I'm it's okay. back. I'm He's okay. back, though. It's um... back. He was, he was out yeah. for a solid and second and a half. Okay, let's keep. Uh... <laughs> uh, I got one player I want to talk about, and it's just Ronald Acuna Jr. It's popping off. About it. That's really all I got to say. I don't really yep. have like a ton to say about him. Yep. Ronald Acuna Jr. Best is just part. popping off. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm, I'm I'm milking him. I'm saying best what? in the league. At early MVP <laughs> favorite? Question mark. Oh my god. Uh yeah. Sorry about that. Um yeah, no, he's leading the uh he's leading the entire league in runs and hits. Um and he's leading in home runs with six. Uh he has twenty one hits, also leads the MLB. Um he leads the National League with six doubles. Uh and then he's leading the entire um, he's leading the entire MLB in OPS plus and then leads the National League in OPS and slugging percentage. So um, not bad for Ronald Cooney Jr., you know? Um, yes, he's I guess okay. he's okay. <laughs> I guess he's okay at baseball. Uh... Yeah. Anyways, um, Another, uh, I guess we'll get into it. Um, 
the MLB is taking Trevor Bauer's balls. Um, uh, they're taking his balls, oh, Trevor. Okay. Uh, yeah, they took his balls. Uh, he, they're testing them to see. Well, they're taking them from him to see if he's cheating. If he's doing something. If he's doctoring the baseball. So Trevor Bauer, who always calls people out for uh, doctoring the baseball and cheating, is now going through something of his own. Uh, we don't know yet if he is, but it could be pretty funny to see Trevor Bauer, who always tries to call out people for cheating, to uh, get caught himself. So, uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? What? That's like you. Sorry. Oh yeah. You were gonna that, say you were like, gonna give your opinion. Like on blaming that. something, uh, like blaming someone for something that you know they didn't do, but you did it. It pretty much is that. It, it's that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, Trevor Bauer. He's. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, see if he gets. Uh, if he gets. Um, he uh, oh my gosh! If he gets some sort of punishment for, um, be with uh, his baseballs being doctored, but anyways, um, I guess we can probably go into. The craziness happened this week. The fact that we had two no-hitters wow. in one week. I mean, insane. We almost had a perfect game last night. But Carlos Rodon of the Chicago White Sox, oh. he hit a batter in the ninth inning to lose his perfect game. So that really sucks. But still finished with the no-hitter. Um, Joe Musgrove earlier in the week got the – first no-hitter in Padres history in his second start with the Padres. He's from San Diego. That's I don't it. know if you could write Holy it better. Crap. But uh, yeah, two no-hitters in one week. I mean, that's insane. Like, that's a big enough, like that's an incredible feat as it is and then you got two in one week. Like, man, that's uh, that's some um, interesting stuff there. For sure. I mean, the White Sox last night, they beat the Indians 8 nothing. Um, A big win for them. Carlos Rodon, obviously, a no-hitter. The 20th in White Sox history. So, uh, Trevor, two what are your no thoughts on the fact we had two no-hitters in one week? One week, my bad. <laughs> two no-hitters in one week. You can't have it in one game. That's physically- <laughs> I was going to say, I don't you know can't. if you can have two, well, two no-hitters in one game. No, oh, you could. You could have that. No, oh. they could. If he if he threw out four walks in a row. Oh, he could. Have. You know what I mean? Like if you like if you just walked the like if you walked four batters in a row, or like yeah, then someone would score without there actually being any hits. Josh has like numbers in his like. Going around in his head, bro. We need this to happen. I think we need this to happen. 
If this, if the, if that I would happen, that would be the most insane game I think ever. Forty million dollars. They do pull that off if they get no hitter, walk four yep. batters, and they get another no hitter. You would give each just, of them forty million, just or just like twenty million each. Oh no, but like oh, yeah. if no, but they both would get no so hitters in the I would same give game. It to- yeah, I'd probably both split pitches. it though, because I'm... <laughs> give it to both? Yeah. Trevor, Trevor can't give up that much. Like, he only gets 40 I can, I can afford so. to eat. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trevor has to buy the groceries, pay the bills, you know? Um, anyways, yeah, Trevor, like, it's yeah, pretty crazy. Like, what are your, that, what are your thoughts on this? That's pretty good. Like, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, Trevor. I see you. Uh, anyways, I guess, it's yeah, I job, guess though. what Trevor said, we'll move on. Yep. Um, yes. So that brings us to our Blue Jays review. Blue Jays review. So, um, Blue Jays, they played six games since our last podcast, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, they had a three-game series against the Angels. It was supposed to be a four-game series, but the last game got uh, postponed due to weather, so they're going to play a doubleheader in August. Um, and they had a three-game series against the Yankees. They lost the series against the Angels. Um, the Angels took two of three. Um I mean, the Angels, they, the first one, the Angels won 7-5 in extras. The second, the Angels kind of dominated 7-1. But then the third one, the Blue oh, Jays wow. dominated 15-1. I, I, I watched that. So, I watched a little bit of that game. That game was crazy. Yeah, it was really. I think I watched it until it got to 7 nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to bed now. Because the game was delayed by, like, if I'm not mistaken, the it, game was it delayed was, yeah. a while, wasn't it? What time was it? Wasn't it supposed to start at like seven, and then they played it at I, like they started at like ten? Because I, I I was gonna watch it with my oh maybe my, yeah maybe I'm yeah because uh well they have like a a bar like TV so I was gonna watch it with them and yeah th- the game was uh, delayed uh, and then when we left it was still delayed. Huh. Yeah, probably earlier than that then. Um, yeah, and then the uh, the Blue Jays took two of three against the Yankees. The Yankees took the first game, but Blue Jays took the second one, seven to three, with a huge uh, play to end it. Uh, Vlad Guerrero with the splits, and then uh, Bo Bichette with the walk-off home run in the bot- the walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth yesterday against the Yankees, 5-4 win. Um, so the Jays, they go 3-3 three and three on the week. They're 6-6 six and six on the season, 500. That's better than below 500. So, I mean, really, I think it's, I think it's good. Uh, Trevor, what are your, how do you think this week went for them? Very good. Um, they are beating the Yankees, so take that. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you suck. Yep. Uh, yeah, that walk-off home run was crazy. That 15-1 game that really showed, like, how the Leafs can play. Um, oops. You mean Toronto, the same thing. Um, <laughs> uh, oops. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've just been playing incredibly well this past week, and if they keep this up, I think they'll pass Boston and be the best in the league. Well, not in the league, in the division, my bad. Yeah. In the division, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that Toronto, yeah, they've they've looked good and um so now I guess that means it's time for our MVPs. Trevor, who Love is your, your MVP of the week? Two reasons. One. Oh, his average is almost 400 right now. It's at 390, which for, for MLB players, oh, that's, that's absolutely crazy, okay. especially for the start. Yeah. Uh, he nasty, Rowdy nasty. Tellez's bat and blessed it, and Rowdy Tellez hit a single, which was his first hit of the year. So that's that's, <laughs> that's why he gets MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I see where you're, uh, where you're headed here. Uh, yeah. Okay. So my MVP of the week, I got, I got the boy Bo, Bo, Bo Bichette. You know, absolute beauty. He had two homers yesterday. Hits the walk off home run. Um, I think he, he's, he has like five hits or something this week. Like, um. Uh, He's is just his stats this week have been pretty good. His RBIs, I think he has like seven or something dumb like that. So six or seven. Um, and uh, if I'm being honest, I don't know how a way to find like how do you separate the stats to just I, find like stats for one week? You know what I mean? I wish I know knew a way how to do that. And aside from like going through it manually, but I guess I can do that too. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, Bo Bichette, I think the walk off home run kind of capped it off for me. Um, but, anyways, regardless of who the MVP is, we really like to see what our team is doing here. So, um, Trevor, unless you have anything else to talk about the Blue Jays, we will move on. All right. Okay, that brings us Don't to the Pro Insider about, Report. I want to Trevor, talk about what you got for us this week? About the Mighty Duck series. Have you watched any of the new episodes? Um. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well, uh, no. Problem. All right. Well, that's it for the Pro Insider <laughs> Report. <laughs> Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I guess I have to catch up on my own and not tell my family. I guess I'll just have to secretly watch. um, Bo Bichette. So that walk-off home run he hit was on a a breaking ball. Mm -hmm. And after the game, he's getting interviewed by by an interviewer. (laughs) And uh, he, he... Should I play the video? Yeah. Uh, you could. I don't know it if it'll work, little, but uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Loud. But 
I will play the video. Uh, it's okay. a minute and 50 seconds long. I'll cut it off in a little bit, though. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's an ad. Oh, sh- Yes, everyone, we have this. We're we're set. We're pros. We're pros. How do you feel at the plate? I feel pretty good. Just trying to slow things down. Uh, You know, worked out today. How does it feel to walk off the Yankees for a second time in your career? And you played a lot in this ballpark, obviously, but you guys look really comfortable here at TD Park. Yeah, I mean, we're just, you know, going out there and play as hard as we can, um, control what we control. And, you know, I think we've been having really good at-bats lately, and it's been fun to see. What's been the key to all those great at-bats, Bo? Um, I think just trusting your ability, you know, being uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Guess all right. who? Yeah, guess who, right? Bodies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think just, you know, present a little bit earlier, me myself um, and some other guys, but just knowing how good we are, I think, slowed the game down a little bit. You hit a breaking ball out. How did you become such a good breaking ball hitter? Um, Practice. Uh, my dad threw me a lot of breaking balls growing up, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just reacted it, so I just felt good. Well, thanks to his dad for teaching him how to hit breaking balls, because that was really cool. <laughs> did you yes, Dante Bichette. What a yeah. guy. Uh, credit to Rod. Yeah, I did. Credit to Roger Sportsnet for the audio. Uh, just want to say that in case we get get. We like, just the whole thing, so it's like, okay. Mad at I you. Yeah, credit to Roger Sportsnet for the audio. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, now we move into our final segment of the episode. The Weather Network heavily defeated, not sponsored. That made sense. Anyways, (laughs) sure. Who is your heavily defeated? Who is your weather network heavily defeated nominee? Blue Jays are beating them. (laughs) That was pretty quick. That was pretty quick, wasn't it? I also think uh, the Angels. They literally lost the Jays fifteen to one. They, I think they could have played better, judging how that series went. Um. Yeah, but uh, still, uh, New York, take that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> New York. Guess what? You suck. Wait, did they just move down? Hold on. This suck. Person. Suck. Hold on a second. I think they you literally suck. just moved down. Oh, I know. What? Didn't. Never mind. I I thought I thought the Yankees. What are you talking about, Trevor? Down are to, you okay? Uh, and the division. They're, they're no, I don't think they did, did they? No. Yeah. Yeah, they tied with the Rays. Do the Rays play today? Oh, they play the Rangers. They're losing the Rangers right now. Uh, top of the they do need top to win. Fourth, so. I would like the Rays to win. Top, top of the fourth. Top of the fourth. You know? You know? Yep. All right. Here we go. Yep. Did I say top? Bottom of the first, isn't it? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sorry, are they in Kansas City or are they in Toronto? I think they're in oh I think yeah, I think they're in uh I think yeah, I think they're, they're in Kansas City. 
because the Jays are pitching right now. Um, anyways, uh, my heavily defeated uh, of the week, if I'm being honest, I don't even really have one. Taylor Hall, I'm kidding. Uh, um, like, yeah, I was going to say the Buffalo Sabres They're still doing again. terrible. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, no, my heavily defeated is the Toronto Blue Jays oh, because no they just way. got scored on them right now. Oh man! <laughs> yep, they're down one. They're down one nothing to the Kansas City Royals. So that's my heavily defeated team of the week. Um, what? No, no. Andrew Benatendi oh, doubled. Okay. Andrew Benatendi doubled. Oh, okay. And drove in with Merrifield. Anyways, uh, Trevor, do you have anything else to say here at the end of the episode? Okay. Uh, anyways. With that, um, that will wrap us. That'll be the end of the episode for this week. Um, thank you for listening to episode number 20 of Daniels and Daniels. As we said, our audio will be very much better in our next episode, in episode 21. Fresh start um, for episode 21. Um, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and uh, uh... Do we have any other yep. ones? Instagram is the main one, I guess. Uh, at Dangles and Dingers. Um, follow me on uh, Twitter, Joshrick91. Uh, I guess you can no, also you don't follow, need to follow me, Trevor, me. Um, on Instagram, I... too, if you wanted to. Follow Trevor on Instagram. Do it. Do it. We post videos about him. He posts... He posts videos. He posts photos of him fishing. I think it's funny you can see all the cool fishes he gets. Fishes. Okay. Okay. All right. Fishes. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor had a pretty unsuccessful day yesterday, out on the water, and what? yeah, Ow, how do you I, do that? I'm, I was disappointed in him. Because oh, right. Here's your, your brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Matthew. Um, yeah, we were socially distancing time, in uh, Trevor's front yard yesterday. Get so. Matthew's, uh, sorry, real quick. I was trying to get Matthew's stuff together. So we're all singing happy birthday. Trevor, and I'm in our car yeah, yeah. trying to dig through it. And everyone's <laughs> singing and my mom's just like nagging me to get out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a guy. Uh yeah, Trevor, you're uh you're in uh you can look at me and Trevor's Instagrams on in the bio of Dangles and Dangers Instagram. So you can go follow Trevor see yep. all the fish he catches. Interesting, interesting how there's no post oh, from yesterday because you didn't I, catch so, any fish. And there's a reason why I'm not posting because I I'm in I'm in a tournament. I'm in a no I, I can't, Because I can't. he didn't catch any fish. Josh? Because he didn't catch any fish. I did catch one, <laughs> and it was big. <laughs> I, I caught it. In it's my a minnow. Um, exactly. I uh, oh, there you, go. Josh. there you go. That's how. That's how you know I'm pro. Um. Oh yeah. I have I. I don't well, think I ever caught a fish mean, in a bucket. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I'm a pro. That's what you mean. You, okay. you didn't know That's where I was going with that. Yeah. You, you I'm a pro. Yeah, yeah. Another exactly. story because it was a podcast. No, I understand where you're okay. going with that. Well, I know exactly where you're going with that. But... 
Yeah. Okay. I think we're right. good. I think we can say that for another time. <laughs> so, so what happened yesterday, though? Know, that so you, uh, you didn't catch I'm any fish? Say what happened? Because, because oh, I'm in a tournament you know, right now for that species. Mm. So if I, if I tell anyone, they'll know what's up and they'll beat me tomorrow. So... No, well, technically... Oh, you're going back, back tomorrow. Oh, I guess by the time you hear yeah. this, though, you're oh, gonna yeah. be tomorrow. tomorrow. So. Yep. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, Trevor, what do you mean? So, like, when does the tournament end? Yeah. Oh, what's the my big finale? Like, my dad's in session. I'm in. So, do you think you're gonna? What? Oh, so what do you think? What do you think the percent? The percentage is. On a Barnus taking so, home the title. It's measured in inches. My dad needs. Yep. There's oh, no there's no, me. there's no weight. So it's measured in inches. This. Okay. My dad is down by a couple of inches. Uh-huh. I will give the exact length. Oh. Okay, so you can make so that up, though. You can make that up. Fifty-four. And <clears> my dad has. Yeah. Uh, fifty-two and three quarters. But oh, that's easily makeable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta get me out there. Yeah. I'll win it. Yeah, we gotta bring God, <laughs> dude. I bring win that thing instantly. And then also, oh, for sure, exactly right. So I'm just it's a special it baits I have. A I'm a teenager. Baits. Um, one of the prizes is uh, a tattoo, like an actual tattoo. <laughs> Oh, I thought you totally meant like one of those peel yeah, off ones to peel off ones to be like stick them on. Uh, it's an actual <laughs> friggin' tattoo. So my dad's gonna bet if I get it, uh, he gets to mm-hmm. tell me whatever I get to put on it. So. Oh, so, so if, if you win it, he gets a tattoo. Wait, what? Oh, if he win- if he the wins the tattoo, so then you get to tattoo, decide what it is. He decides what it is. He gets to say, "Yeah, I think he can. You can get a tattoo oh, if you have your parents' it. permission." Throwing that out there, she wants me to get it. Yeah, but like, does she? One that no, she does not Pick one, but I don't want to get one of those. It's, it's, it's you know what like is those, it? What like, she want some, you to get? In some like funny movies. There's like the really big guys, and they have like the heart, like the hearts, and then the mom in it, and the heart. Yeah, so it's a heart with. Uh, oh, yeah, mom in it. She wants me to get that. She wants you to get a tattoo for <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble, dude. Oh, Trevor, 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 Trevor. You should just not. Dude, no, it's a draw, bro. It. It's a draw. Although, if you. Although, if. Yeah. Although, if you don't. So, I'm oh, already in the draw. It's not even like if you win. So what do you get if you win? You get like a like if you win the tournament, what do you get? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's it for me. That's all. I, that's all I it mean, takes. My dad. That's all it takes. Win, I'm down for cool trophies. Trophy, bro. I think he's in second place. No. Yeah. I thought you said he was in second. Yeah, you yeah. said he was in second. You said he was back by an inch and a quarter. Anyways. 
Uh, that'll probably wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for listening, Daniels and Dingers. We'll keep you. Uh, we will get back to you next week with what happened with Trevor and Jay's uh, fishing uh, tournament, and if any of them got tattoos or not. So, uh, 